0: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes perform at the Birchmere tonight in Alexandria, Virginia. I spoke with the band's longtime keyboardist Jeff Kazee during the Rock and Roll for Children benefit concert in 2015. Thanks for joining us. How did they reach out to you to take part in this charity event? Well, I've been working with the
1: Rock and Roll for Children for, since its, its founding. You know? Oh, nice. And off and off for 10 years. I've always worked. It seems like a lot of uh, people very charitable down in D.C. And, and, and Baltimore. I've done many charities for kids down there. And uh, the head of this organization, John Belenke, has always reached out to us and my good friend Mark Rivera from the Billy Joel Band like put together bands and and, and bring our our friends who play with famous people and and sometimes famous people to come down and just to raise money for kids.
0: Nice, yeah. Um, I I literally just got off the phone probably 10 minutes ago with um, Ricky Bird from the Blackhearts. Um, Sure. Yesterday I spoke with a drummer from uh, Bad Company, and now we got you on on keyboard. It sounds like it's shaping up to be a nice little group. It's great, because we're all friends.
1: I mean, I, I played with Simon Kirk from Bad Company. I played with him many times, did his record. Did Ricky Bird's solo record, and uh, like I said, we're, we're just you know, we're not working. We like to go play and try to raise money for friends and you know kids anywhere we can. We always have a good time with the music, and you know, musicians are quite generous with their time. So,
0: now um, where, where where are you based? I know you say you've ta- you take you've taken part in this event down here for ten years, but you don't you don't live around here, do
1: you? No, no, no. I live in uh, New York City.
0: Gotcha. Well, thanks for taking the time to come back down again. What, what makes you keep coming back? Is it just, I mean, the idea of, of kids, I mean, that's hard to turn down.
1: Well, that's always the initial, you know, reason. I mean, but obviously there's many, many charities for kids and many, many reasons and, and uh, you know, other events going on. But you develop uh, friendships and uh, relationships with people sometimes to being fans and you, know, you just meet and, and and after a few years they might ask you to do something and um, you kind of you try to weigh it and see if it's a it's a good organization and uh reputable and which this one is and, and you just kind of you know you go go with your ass sometimes you know it's that, really it. you just kind of forge relationships as you play and you know and meet you get, the best thing about our job is we get to meet so many people interesting people and a lot of times these people have means to help other people. And so that's what we do, too, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, man, you use the uh, position of power you have through music to, uh, to help out. Um, do you know any idea what the set list is going to be?
1: Well, i will always play stuff from, uh, you know, people that we work with. So, like, we have the lead singer for the Ted Nugent band. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a couple, you know, Ted Nugent tunes, you know. We'll do some stuff from Billy Joel's band. Uh, we'll do... You know, we'll do stuff from, uh, uh, maybe we'll do some New Jersey stuff, like a Springsteen or a Bon Jovi or, or Southside, right. get a number. Uh, so, you know, obviously Simon will do some Bad Company and Free Songs. So, uh, you know, we, we tend to try to get some stuff from the people that we work with. And we're, you know, all these guys that are in the band have worked with many, many names, myself included. Yeah. So... We always try to make a connection, but at the end of the day, we just we just really want the uh, people to have a good time and, and it's it, and and have fun, you know. And we and we get a, we get to work work the crowd, you know, uh, in between and just meet everybody and and uh, just try to keep the good feelings and, and and keep some money flowing to these uh this to to the uh, Rock and Roll for Children Foundation,
0: so. Absolutely, and since you're sort of a veteran of this event, you know, you said 10 years? Yeah,
1: I've been doing, uh, for charities down in, in D.C. and Baltimore for over 10 years. I'm, I can't remember when when uh, Rock and Roll for Children Foundation was built, but I've done four or five things with John Belenke and his organization.
0: Gotcha. How does this event actually go down? Does it, I know, uh, there's also like a memorabilia auction, right? Yeah, they sell all kinds of
1: cool stuff. You know, I know they have a, 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 a a guitar from Coldplay and tickets and all kinds of pictures and, you know, uh, things that you can bid on. And so you just auction it. So uh, guys buy stuff for the man cave or or, or the ladies Mm -hmm. buy something for, you know, uh, wherever they're going to put their stuff at. But a lot of guys like to buy the guitars and the pictures, you know, and um, obviously you can buy seats for for, uh, shows coming up, and and, and they auction it. You know, they're donated, and they auction and they raise raise uh, the money hopefully have a good time and enjoy the, uh, the auction item too you know so that's really how it works you know just a, whatever it takes to raise some money
0: awesome um I'll, I want to ask you the same thing I asked uh, the other two uh, with Simon from bad company he he had gone into you know uh, when he was inspired to, to first play and he was talking about well it started we were talking about shooting star the song and he was saying about Paul Rogers wanted to say that the Beatles song love me do I think it was but uh, <laughs> Simon wanted yeah yeah Simon wanted to do, uh, she loves you. He, he he didn't want he didn't li- he didn't like love me do as much. So that was a funny little story. Um, and then Ricky Bird said that it was watching the Stones when he was a kid on the Ed Sullivan show. Um, what was it for you?
1: You know, uh, it's funny. Uh, I- I'm a little younger than both those guys, with all due respect. Um, <laughs> but I'm not that young. Right. But uh, so I grew up with Bad Company being you know staple on uh, you know classic rock and everything. When was a high school, uh, uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts had? you we were having the number one hits and stuff like that. So, I mean, I just got inspired by the radio and Rolling Stone magazine. I grew up in Ohio, and I kind of wanted to do that, you know, and how do I do that? You know, I just kind of moved to New York and fell in, and then I have got to work with so many of my idols, you know, and uh, just recorded with Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Uh, he, I just recorded with him over the uh, summer and, and the fall. So, uh, you know, I just kind of followed, try to get in the best band I could at every town, and then uh, and just things kind of took off for me as a side man. Just inspired by the radio, you know, by looking at rock stars, you know, when I was a kid, and I was a pretty good musician, but um, just kind of followed it, you know, just tried to get in the best band I could, you know, and see where it led me.
0: Does it? Do you have to pinch yourself now that you're on stage, just playing with these very, uh, you know, artists that you? grew up listening to
1: i I don't take it for granted i mean obviously it's my career now so i've been doing it for 25 years and um i've lived in new york city for 20 years so uh you know i've got to do a lot of cool things once in a while i get a pinch myself a couple times i uh i uh uh, on the David Letterman show, Paul Schaefer, if he got sick or something happened to him, I would sub for him. Oh, wow. So I got to do some cool things like that. I've been able to sing on TV shows, of, you know, toured the world with Bon Jovi and, uh, and other acts. And you know, once in a while you have to pinch yourself, you know, there's no question about it. Um, we play for a hundred thousand people in the stadium, but I, I mean, at the end of the day, I I just really enjoy playing for for people, whether it's 250 people or, or you know 25,000. What's it so, like? Uh, what
0: was it like filling in for Schaefer with uh, on the Letterman show? What's I mean? Everyone knows the show, what we see on TV, but what's something you know behind the scenes? How is it working with with David Letterman as part of putting together a show? Well,
1: he's really he he, he uh, saves everything for the camera. So what you see on, on the camera is basically it. He Doesn't really talk there's no chit chat between he and the band or anything like that. Gotcha. He just sits at the desk. And he Sometimes he doesn't even chat to the guests and just waits for it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So, uh, it, that's, I mean, that's an interesting thing to see. Um, I guess he saves all, all the, uh, spontaneity for when the camera's on, you know, like during the break, mm-hmm. but, um, it's really cool to watch though. I mean, that was my my favorite show when I was a kid, you know, in, in high school and college. And when I got to do that, that was like, that was a pinch me moment, you know. And so I did it about I did it half a dozen times because he just doesn't sub very much, but um, it it was good. I'll never do it again because he's probably never going to miss the show again, and the show's going to end in a couple months, right? You yeah, know. Yeah, we'll, so,
0: we'll see if Colbert wants you to come on. <laughs> yeah, right. I got we're, we're,
1: everybody's trying to figure out what Colbert's doing, so uh, who knows? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, My buddies from the uh, Southside, Johnny and the Asbury Jukes, our horn section maybe 15, 20 years ago uh, went with the Conan O'Brien band, you know? Yeah. So, and they used to do that gig and still make our gig, but uh, when they moved out to LA, you know, we lost them. So, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. what but, uh, was it yeah? Uh, even Weinberg from from up, up near you guys too, Max Weinberg. He he went with Conan and all. Yeah. So. Well,
1: yeah, uh, he, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He took our horn yeah, section right. uh, <laughs> a few years back. But you yeah, know, that like
0: was your churches, horn. That was your horn section.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, the, the 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 guy, the goofy guy with the trombone and the yeah, they, uh,
0: yeah, all those hat. guys, yeah.
1: Look La, La Bamba, yeah, those guys, uh, the great musicians and uh but they had to move to LA when when they went out to, to take over the Tonight Show for a while.
0: Is La Bomba uh, as goofy, and, you know, behind the scenes as he was on camera?
1: Yes, that's him. That's him. <laughs> for the most part, that's him. I mean, he's smart but he's goofy, you know? Yeah. But uh but a fantastic musician, a great a great comedy, you know, a great comedian kind of guy. Uh but oh yeah, he's 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 just real pleasant, you know, and, and and, and, and funny, and um, it, it, but all those musicians for, from Jersey and, and uh, New York—you know—the world get, kind of gets. It's a small world, you know what I mean? So we kind of share gigs and friends and things like that. You know, Max Weinberg played on, on many of Johnny's uh, Southside Johnny's records. You know, a couple of them. So uh, you know, it's, it's kind—we're all related up here.
0: <laughs> was that is that was that before Bruce in the East Street? Well, no. At the same time, because the the
1: guy who uh, co-founded the Asbury Jukes with Southside Johnny is a Little Steven from uh, Bruce's band. Okay. So they all grew up together, you know, and and kind of got famous together, and um, worked with each other, you know, even while they're doing their own thing. Springsteen wrote, you know, um, quite a few songs for our band. This was before I was in the band. Uh, for the first three records for Southside Johnny. So they've, you know, they've always pitched in with each other and helped, you know. And uh, musicians like to play with other musicians, you know, even when they're doing other gigs, you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. And, I mean, you've you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but talk a little bit about um, how vibrant and how much crossover there is just being in New York like you said you've been there 20 years but like you're saying um, some bands will come on uh, Conan when he was in New York or you know now the Tonight Show is back in New York um, and you went on Letterman and SNL band and all this stuff but talk about why being in New York is such a vibrant place to you know you guys all work with each other in all different mediums it seems
1: that's a good point you know um, when you work with one guy you kind of learn you kind of meet you know his circle and, and, and your circle you know it's networking you don't know you're networking but you know if you go out and do a gig or you go on the road with somebody for two or three months you become friends with that band and they're friends and you know it, it, it's a small world so uh, we recommend each other for thanks and start to see the same faces a lot you know so um like i i went out to los angeles a couple of years ago to uh be on the tonight show with um a girl named crystal bowersox who who had was a runner-up at American Idol, and I, I walk out there. I knew half the band, you know, from working <laughs> either recording dates or gigs and stuff. So that's kind of cool, you know. It's kind of goofy because you, you know it's just that's who your that's who your uh, your fellow colleagues and employees are. They just happen to have famous gigs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's something about um, from your time playing with? Um, I mean, we you covered your other bands a little bit there just a minute ago, but talk about playing with Bon Jovi. Uh, how did you get recruited to play with them? Well,
1: the band I'm in um Southside Johnny and Asbury Jukes. Uh that's uh, that's uh, John Bon Jovi's favorite band. Wow, okay. When, when he was coming up, he idolized Southside Johnny. Gotcha. Southside Johnny's like mm, they they call him like the godfather of, of Jersey rock, you know. <laughs> uh Bruce is the boss and you know, I forget these titles, but Right. Um John Bon Jovi grew up going down to Asbury Park and, and watching the Jukes play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Southside mentored him. So he would come, long story short, he would come to the gigs and, and, and see us. And then he started using me here and there for maybe like a charity gig, maybe something like this, you know. Yeah. Where we I couldn't fly it. the whole band in. And then I did a little recording with him. And the next thing I know, uh, I'm have a nice day tour in 2005 and six. He, he uh, said, why don't you go on the road with me for a couple of years? And uh, I did, and it was great, and um, continued to work with him on his solo stuff. And, you know, uh, it's uh, that's how that happened. So he was a big fan of the band I'm in, and uh, that's how he saw me and, and said, maybe he could help out here.
0: <laughs> nice. What's something about bon- You know, working with Bon Jovi that no one knows from the outside? What? Working with him behind the scenes. What's something that no one knows about him?
1: He's pretty much an open book, but I tell you what I did learn from him really how to focus about things is to, uh he, it relates to this. He's very charitable. Nice. He, he believes in giving back to the community. And I, I did many, many charity things with him. And he, you know, he puts his own money and his own time and his own brand, you know, to work. And, um, I, I really learned that that it's very important. i mean I always knew it that to see a guy like that he could be selfless if he start he started a soup kit- not a soup kitchen but a restaurant that that helps feed homeless people and people that need food, he would get in there and wash dishes. you know what i mean yes yeah. he's selfless he's a very uh very hard physical worker you know he, he's not beyond doing dishes um that's one thing. Nice. Uh, like if if you uh, he's a neat freak kind of you know if you are if you're in a green room or something and he, you know he takes his own dishes and cleans them you know he gets rid of them <laughs> so there you go that's the deep dirty secret of john bon Jovi or the clean tell you.
0: or the clean tidy secret
1: <laughs> yeah he he makes sure everything's clean he's very clean and tidy uh there you but, go but he's not he's not fancy you know he doesn't he's he's not a diva he's a cool guy i i i, I think the world of john
0: Awesome. Well, maybe a little of a uh, charitable spirit rubbed off on you a little bit because it seems like you've uh, been doing a lot down here in the D.C. area. So we thank you for uh, taking the time to join us, but more so for taking the time to come down and, and raise money for kids. It's, uh, it's a really uh, big thing of you to do. So thank you.
1: Well, it's going to be great. And then, by the way, uh, you know, it, it, it's just it's a it's a real honor to uh, to, to come down and and, and and help serve the community because uh, we, that that community has been good to many of the bands that I've traveled and played, performed with. I mean, I'll be, we'll be at the Birchmere in, in Alexandria.
0: I was just there a few weeks ago. Nice.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and, and we always go to Baltimore and things like that. So, but it'll be great. So, you know, we'll be at the Bethesda Blues and Jazz Club, raising money for rock and roll for children.
0: Hey, thanks so much for taking the time. Okay, Jeff. All right, man.